0: Today we're going to talk about the the verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial. Um, last Tuesday, the the verdict came down in the charges um, regarding the death of George Floyd, and Derek Chauvin was um, found guilty of three charges: second and third degree murder and a manslaughter charge. Um, this is this case was uh, very high profile because I mean we had the video of of him kneeling on the neck of George Floyd that um, led to so many different protest riots um, nationally and throughout the world. Um, the sentencing is eight weeks away, and we, we have to wait and see uh, what his actual punishment will be uh, from being found guilty. But, um, there's are still uh, a lot of responses coming out of this and a lot of um, actually just uh, effects that it has even on diversity and fellowship. Mm. This was an issue that hit the, especially the African-American community, um, really hard because it, it just, um, just reminds us of all the history that um, African-Americans have had with the police department, all the different oppression mm. that has happened throughout uh, the United States um, regarding uh, black individuals. And so as our black brothers and sisters have have um, kind of waited to see if justice would happen in this case, it's been something that's weighed on them mm. a lot. So, um, Brother William, how did you feel when you heard the verdict?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think it, you know it's right for me to say I have very limited knowledge of um, the law and yeah. you know some of those things, and so I I'm not an expert in any um, any sense of the word when it comes to trials and how trials work and you know it's like everything I know I learned off watching television, which is probably terrible, you know, yeah. um, and so it's very limited. But, I, I mean, I, I think I will say there was—I um, I did agree with the verdict. I mean, uh-huh. when I, the, the, again, the, from what I heard as far as testimony and different things that were coming out, it, it seemed as if it was, it was fairly plain that he yeah. was guilty and that he um, had used too much force and um, what was obviously uh, abused his authority in that situation, used excessive force, uh, which ultimately led to George Floyd's death. So I I think I think I was that I mean and I, and I think there was a part of me that was thankful for that I mean it's thankful that it did seem as if justice was done as justice was served mm-hmm. um, and so I I think that was probably my kind of my initial kind of my initial response What about you, brother? What was your kind of initial
0: response to the verdict? So my initial response was one of relief. Um, I I remember getting the notification on my phone from New York Times saying that a verdict had come in and they were going to read it at a certain time. And I was at my desk here at the church and and I saw that and I got kind of anxious. And I was Mm. like, I I need to go home. It was almost time for me to go home anyway, but I was going to stay a little bit late, get some stuff done. I was like, I need to go home. And so I uh, I went home and, uh, and I watched it on TV. I was watching it on TV and I saw the judge come in and he started to read off and I just really got anxious. I was like, Mm. man, I don't know what's about to happen. And then he read off guilty and there was relief. It was like, okay, at least I know now. For, For me, it was one of these situations to where I didn't know one way or the other how it would go because, like you said, we have limited knowledge of the law. We don't know what charges are. If the prosecutor went for charges that you know were were too right. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, were too overblown, big, yeah, you know, yeah, overblown, or mm-hmm. whether he went too low or anything, anything of those nature. So, not knowing the nuances of the law, I didn't know whether it'd be guilty or not. But I did know some of the possible consequences right. of each. Yep. Decision. So mm-hmm. if if he was found not guilty, um, it felt to me like if he was found not guilty, there was going to be issues on on both sides. So you're going to have the African-American community and um, their allies kind of really pointing to the the blatant injustice in the system. Mm hmm. So you have a video showing exactly what happened. You have police officers actually <laughs> crossing that thin blue line, right? And and testifying against this um, this officer that you rarely see. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get a guilty verdict in, in in kind of these rare instances where you actually have video and officers testifying against their own, mm. you're not going to get a, a guilty verdict in, in any other right. situation. Right. So why would you trust the system? <laughs> so why would you ever trust the system? Right. And if you don't trust the system, you're going to end up having chaos, right? right. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to um, submit to a system that we absolutely have no trust in. But then the other side is, if he was found not guilty, would it give... Um, Bad cops and understand that i don't I don't believe there's like all cops are bad, I don't believe the majority of cops are bad, sure right yeah. I think it's a of a, a very small minority, but it would give them a sense of well we can do whatever we want right right we can get away, away with, with like mm-hmm. we can get away with uh mistreating groups of people because right. man they can have video and <laughs> officers right. testifying against us. Mm-hmm. And we're still not going to face any consequences, right? So there was that relief that we won't necessarily see those kind of two extremes come to a head, right? And if those two extremes come to a head, I just felt like uh, we, we would see a, a very strong decline in the um, <laughs> nature of our nation, right? Yeah. And, and I didn't, I, I don't think I was prepared for that. I know right. it's, it, you know, judgment may be needed. Mm-hmm. Right, some sort of uh, purification, revival, yep. however you want to call it, may be needed. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I was prepared for it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I just felt relieved. What are some other responses that you've seen from? Well, before we uh, shift, let me let me push
1: let me push on something. Just yeah, because I think I'm trying to. If I'm if I'm a listener and I'm I'm hearing your response, I yeah, think, I think the question, one of the follow up questions I would ask you, right, would be, how would you respond if like later on? Because you know, there's going to be it's probably going to go, it's going to be appealed. It's yeah. going to go all the way, maybe even all the way to the Supreme Court. I mean, however, right. however all that works. Um, Like, what do you, th- how would you respond if later on it was overturned?
0: It would depend on why it was overturned. Um, if they, you know, if they came out on on appeal and said that the jurors were influenced by some of the statements, because there was a point where the judge said the statement by one of the representatives could influence the the jurors, but he wasn't going to dismiss the case Mm -hmm. that was a a ground for an appeal, right? And so I understand how someone taking that statement that was made by um, Representative Maxine Waters, Mm -hmm. if the jurors actually had access to that statement, it's not known if they actually had access or heard the statement or anything like that. But if it was proven that they were um, influenced unjustly by influenced yeah. by that statement, then I would, I would understand. Mm-hmm. But I know that people who don't trust the justice system right, wouldn't man. understand. Um, but I don't, I don't think necessarily that statement in and of itself doesn't change the <laughs> the visual of the videotape, right, or the fact that officers came out and clearly stated that this was egregious behavior right um yeah i would have some hesitations in on, on in regards to the appeal but i can i can get but it just it really would depend on what was the justification for right the appeal right yeah i mean I, I think
1: about you know i i guess there could be further evidence introduced that could you know question the verdict you know some yeah. Uh, other medical examiners, you know, looking at different parts of it or whatever. But like I I think like if it gets dismissed because of a technicality. Right. Or some kind of weird kind of Like there was a mis, like the like it's deemed a mistrial, or yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying. In other words, it's not really based on the evidence; it's Mm -hmm. just based on how everything was. Because I know that happens. Yeah. I mean, I've seen enough television shows to know that happens. (laughs) That's actually true, right? Yeah. So I think that would be extremely frustrating, right? Because then you're like, no, 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 like the what the limited (laughs) evidence that I've seen is very um clear. It seems very clear, you know. And so even if you're going to try to say there's this mistrial or whatever, I mean, again, it's going to, I think it's going, for me personally, if that were to happen and it was based on something like that, I would be like, how do we trust the justice system? Right. Yes. How, how can we say that this is, and, and obviously I don't want to encourage that, you know, no. like that's, but uh, yeah, I think that will be something that will be interesting to, I mean, obviously the, the world will be watching, I mean, as those right. appeals take place and. Uh, it will be interesting as the sentencing takes place which hasn't happened yet right that will be something that will be um responded to so so let's go to this other question uh and I'll pose it to you what what are so those are kind of our responses but what what are some of the other responses that we've kind of been seeing from this for, um for the verdict
0: yeah so some of the uh responses one response is that because um Actually, the videotape and because of some of the media attention that George Floyd's death received, that widespread media attention that there was there was really no way to have a fair trial. Right. Right. Because the whole jury pool is tainted by being by seeing this video or Mm -hmm. by um, listening to news coverage of the video now you know they they did ask questions on the questionnaires about had you seen the video and and you know um, how did it affect you and things like that but <laughs> we're not always honest on questionnaires sure. and right yeah. and so some people are saying it was an unfair trial due to the publicity of the event george mm-hmm. floyd's death but also that the jurors may have been influenced by um, the threat of violence because right. after george floyd's death there were so many protests and and riots and mm-hmm. um, destruction throughout the nation and even the world that if they came back with a not guilty verdict then that would actually be the result of it right that mm-hmm. you would have more yeah uh, on a whole nother scale yeah of um it was almost like, yeah
1: it's like if if you don't come back with a guilty verdict, then yeah. it's all terrible and so you right. have to do that.
0: Yeah. And so right. some people are saying that because of those things, um, it was an unfair trial. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I,
1: I I think we have to admit that I I mean, I don't know how you're a juror and you you're completely unaware of the situation. I mean I don't know how you live in America and you're completely unaware yeah. of the situ- I mean, whether they, whatever they asked on the questionnaire, whether or not they, will right. uh, truthfully they were on that. But I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think there's when you, when you have a case like this that's mm-hmm. so public, it's yeah. so much in the public's eye. Um, but I don't think we can say, well, there's no way to get a fair trial, so we're just going to throw it. I mean, you have to still have a trial,
0: yeah, right? I mean, you still I, have to
1: do the best you can. Yeah, I think know?
0: that. Yeah, and and we have to be careful as. As followers of Christ, to try to judge people's motives, right? Like me being aware of something doesn't mean I'm going to be partial in regards right, to that but I thing. Can't, I'm going to ignore
1: <laughs> the evidence that's presented in the right. case or whatever. Right? Yeah.
0: And so for us to assume motives, and and we're all—I mean—we're guilty of this uh, on a large scale <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. in the church and outside of the church. But to, but to think that we can't. Um, execute justice because something is widespread or because we have knowledge of something right um that's that's not being fair to people yeah. right yeah,
1: yeah I think or um I'm, if
0: somebody even says well you're lying about watching the video that's not that's not true either I don't think I've watched the whole video no because I've, I can't Yeah, I've
1: seen parts of it. Right. Enough to know that I didn't want to watch the rest of it. Right.
0: That's, like, I don't need to watch nine minutes of somebody Mm. kneeling on some, like, when I first saw even the steals of it, I thought it was a joke. Right. Like, how can you be on somebody's neck like that? Um, So, no, I didn't watch Mm. the whole video. And so... To, to To assume that someone would be lying or somebody's motives is unpure based upon that, I think we have to be careful in yeah. regards to that. Yeah. Um, what would you say would be some other responses you've seen?
1: Well, obviously, I mean, I've seen, you know, some videos of folks in uh, Minneapolis and, you know, other places, you know, rejoicing over the yeah. verdict, you know, and— um and I, I mean, I, rejoicing is a interesting word there, but I, I think just just in the sense of it the, seems like it though, right, right? I mean, they feel like justice was done. They agree with the verdict. They, that's what they wanted to see, um, and so I have seen some of that. You know, I mean, I, I think that's I think that's real. I mean, I think that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I have seen uh, some rejoicing. I, I think I, I would. There, there are some um, even in that crowd, even in the rejoicing crowd. There's probably some who are like, "Yes, we're thankful that this verdict came, yeah but but they're still hesitant to say, right. "Hey, everything's fine, right? The justice yeah. system is great, mm-hmm. uh, and so you know they I think there's a lot maybe in that crowd of we're we're thankful, we're relieved, we think this was the right verdict, but we also acknowledge that there's there's still a lot of work to be done, yeah, and we need to we need there are some some reform that needs to happen. I mean, there, there are some things within the justice system that are problematic uh, towards actually uh, reaching justice at times. And so um, to me, that seems a many of the voices that uh, I've heard are kind of in that camp. I mean, that kind right. of, yes, we're, ex- you know, we're thankful for, you know, we're thankful for the verdict. We rejoice in that, but, but we are, we're, we're still hesitant, you know, yeah. to just kind of think that everything's incredible. Um, what else? What, what other responses have you seen?
0: Yeah, I, I think there are also people kind of along those same lines, but um, sort of different, is that they would agree with the verdict. They would say that um, what Derek Chauvin did was uh, egregious and just, mm-hmm. uh, but they would say that it was an anomaly. That, yes. Mm-hmm. That most police don't behave like that and they're right. going to strongly back mm-hmm. the blue. They're going to strongly yeah. back the police. They, they believe they're. Uh, the justice system works well a mm-hmm. super majority of the time. So right. there's really not much reform that needs to happen. Um, they they would say, like I said, that, that he's guilty, mm-hmm. but that um, we still need to uh, support the police. Right. We still need to um, have faith in our justice system.
1: Yeah, I mean, in one sense, I, w- I, I get that, you know, mm-hmm.
0: like I get that. I mean, obviously
1: we want to support the police. I mean, you yeah. uh, work as a chaplain, you yes. know, with the police department here locally. And so, man, we want to support uh, our police department. Um, but I, I I, do feel like some of that is um, a little bit insensitive to the moment. You know, right. it's like, hey, let, let's understand, you know, what's happened. Let's understand that this is, you know, um, I think we have a real problem of and this is true all the way down the board i mean mm-hmm. this is true of me all of us we have a tendency to be blind to the faults of our and the mistakes of our own group yes and so we can see everybody else's mistakes but we can't see we can't see our own you know right. that's true in politics that's true in local churches and denominations of churches i mean it's true kind of all the way down the board and so my hope for those people who are, you know, man, I want to back the blue. I want to maybe my, my thought my thinking with them for for them would be, man. We we are thankful that justice has been done. Yeah. And 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 our hope is, is that this will actually make uh, th- the police stronger. Like they will. Right. They will be able to better do their jobs and mm-hmm. better understand. There'll be better training, better longing yeah. for, you know, because we we don't want we don't want what we saw happen on that video to be happening more and more and more. Right. Amen. And and so I you know, I, I <laughs> yeah I, I don't unfortunately I don't necessarily see that kind of take, maybe. Right. Uh, it's more just uh, hey, yeah, we know this was bad. We're we're glad he's going to jail, but that that's not that's not true of most people. That's not true And and in one sense you want to say, yes, that's right. not that's not true. But what we do have to ask is is it true more than we are very com- are comfortable in admitting? Right. You know, is it is it happening more than uh, we would care to know? Yes. You know, and so that's where it's got to be. And I think that's, you know, one of the things that you pointed out that was um, interesting about this case is you did have other policemen saying this was an excessive use of force. Right.
0: And that's kind of where even with back to blue, like which ones are we going to back? Are, are we going back, back to back the blue to the point where we're going to say that they're they they do not do anything wrong right. we're gonna back those are we gonna back are we gonna back the police when they are um holding each other holding the ones that are bad accountable right, right. yeah yeah mm-hmm. are we gonna back the ones who are kind of crossing that thin blue line yeah yeah um mm-hmm. and, and actually saying that we have some bad cops yeah <laughs> who need to be held accountable right like, and usually when we're talking about back in the blue, that's not who who we're thinking about, right? right. We're not thinking about um, the ones who are actually calling out uh, the sins of their own group. And that's true on the, you know, that's true on every side too. Like if you tell on <laughs> people within your group, you're a sellout, right? right? That's right. And, and you don't necessarily get the support from your group. Mm. So we, we have to make sure that when we say, and we're going to back something that we're we're backing them in a way to where yeah, when they are not doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. we're going to support them. Absolutely. We're going to respect them. We are going to yeah. um have their backs. Mm-hmm. But when they are doing something wrong, yeah, they need to be held accountable.
1: Yeah. Well, that leads us to kind of the question of, okay, so what what are some what is kind of the some biblical principles or lessons that kind of flow out of this or that this situation kind of reminds us of or teaches us? What, what do you think are some maybe uh, biblical principles that we can learn from this?
0: Yeah. So the the first one for me is that ultimate justice is, is still not realized. So yeah. uh, earthly justice, whichever way you look at it, um, mm-hmm. whether you support the verdict or not, there is some sense in which earthly justice has occurred there's nothing wrong with wanting earthly justice we should want earthly right. justice the bible talks about and in, in several spaces how we should fight for justice or seek justice or mm-hmm. and support justice and all those things yeah um but the truth of the matter is that justice true justice comes in eternity right right god is the one who Perfect justice comes with God because God is the one who knows all the facts mm-hmm. like in every that's situation right. mm-hmm. he all knows, the evidence all he knows everything. the motives yeah, of people's right. hearts that's He right. knows what yeah, we don't know right mm-hmm. he has all the power mm-hmm. all the power that's necessary to give people what they deserve right right and so true justice ultimate justice comes in eternity it's not a um earthly matter and and so and this should give us hope even when our justice system fails Mm -hmm. right even Mm -hmm. when our justice system fails yeah we should we should weep when that happens Mm. but we shouldn't I mean kind kind of along the lines of death it's like we should not weep as those who don't have hope because we believe that God is the ultimate judge, and That's that a good word. the things that have been made wrong, uh, that have been wrong on earth, God will make them right. That's right. All things will be right. Yeah, in, all in things the will be yeah. made right. We don't have to, to be hopeless right. in, on this earth. um, No matter what the the justice system does, uh, because God will handle mm. it. Yeah, in the
1: end. And that doesn't mean an indifference towards not at all what's happening. You know, or like, oh, yeah. you know. Um, Humans are never going to get it right, so who cares? Like, yeah, no, right? Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that. I mean, that's unbiblical as well, right? I yes. mean, that would be going t- too far, too extreme. No, we want to. We want to fight for justice. We want to do what we can. Um, to, I, I think you know we should support our justice system improving, yes. reforming, changing, doing what they can to be more just. Right. But we have to understand. We have to know that it's just not ever going to be perfect. Yes. And and you can't. Even if we get it as good as we possibly think it could be, right, it's still going to be susceptible to corruption, yes. to racism, to hatred, to right. abuse. Why? Be- because we're all like we're humans, yes. and we're according to the Bible, we're depraved, right? Which is kind of the you know the next or, or the thing that I think about so much that's been that's been overwhelming to me is there's just um, I mean just the ongoing reality of depravity. Yeah, has been a bit overwhelming, um, because the responses to this have been so kind of polarizing. And, and I mean, like even among the Christian community, you know, some people really support this. And then some people really push back over this. Right? I mean, I, I'm just kind of, I'm reading those responses and I'm just like, Lord, like we are struggling so hard to hear one another and see one another to be unified. Um, and I'm not talking about, like the broader culture, like yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, just, just the church. Just the church, you right. know. It's we're just struggling so hard. I mean, sin is so pervasive. It's so it's subtle sometimes, you know. Like yeah. you can't even see the influence that it's having over you, and yet it is. And yeah, so I, you know, and um, yeah. I to me that's been one of those things. It's um, I mean it's it's overwhelming in one sense. If that's if that's if you stop there and i don't think you should ever stop there right no. you, you run to the gospel you run to the cross you run to the hope that we have that uh one day uh, this too shall be made right you know right. i mean you 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 run to those hope you run to that hope but it is, it, it is it is a so to me it's been a sobering reminder of the enemy occupied territory that we currently reside in oh yeah and 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 so i think i think that's been sobering to me what what else would you um what else would you say
0: yeah i would um kind of go back to kind of my response to hearing the verdict. And so there was relief. Mm. And then there was a there was a sadness. Right. That was a a sadness that George Floyd died. Yeah. Right. But yeah. there was a sadness that Derek Chauvin, he's going to spend a great bit of time in jail. Mm. And I wondered whether or not he was a follower of christ yeah mm-hmm. and and i wondered whether or not believers in jesus would want to see him mm-hmm. as a brother in christ right would they want god to extend grace to Derek Chavin? Mm. or do they think that what he did was so horrible that he is beyond god's grace yeah that christ's blood can't cover his sin Mm. and i mean that that made me sad that uh, followers in christ um if if we asked him do you want derek chauvin to be a christian to to go to heaven Mm. their answer would be no Mm. because they think what he did was so heinous that it's beyond God's grace. And, mm. and what that shows is that we don't have a, a full appreciation of, of God's grace to cover our own sins yeah, uh, and that we don't have a, a, a great enough appreciation for the sacrifice of Jesus. Mm. Um, the Word of God is um, full of people who are murderers and mm-hmm. uh, adulterers yeah. and all types of horrible things. David was a murderer. He had yeah. a, a man killed. Mm-hmm. and then took his wife. He Paul, the Apostle Paul, was a murderer. Mm-hmm. Had Christians killed simply because they professed the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But God saved them. Right. Right. God God saved them. The blood of Jesus covered their sins. Mm-hmm. And so that same blood is able to cover the sin of, of Derek Chavin. Mm-hmm. And we, we should... Um, want that i mean i I think about going back to the response of rejoicing and there's a sense in which we should rejoice that justice is done as as far as it's god's justice right Mm -hmm. but i also think about how god god doesn't rejoice in the death of the wicked right Right. Mm -hmm. the bible tells us that in ezekiel he does he doesn't rejoice in 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 pouring out his wrath upon the wicked Mm. and so I don't think we should necessarily re- rejoice in um, this man going to hell. Right. Right. There shouldn't be any rejoicing in that. So we should desire for this man to turn from his sins mm. and turn in faith to Jesus Christ. And that he would have, I mean, there's nothing, <laughs> that there's no contradiction in wanting to see earthly justice done and then see grace in eternity. Yeah. There is nothing there's no contradiction in that. Mm. And I I think that's that's kind of where we we get off track is we think that you know we we are somehow um letting someone off easy by doing that. But yeah, well, we've all right. been let off easy cuz we that's all deserve, yeah. right? <laughs> we 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 all deserve God's wrath, but yeah. th- thanks be to God that through Jesus Christ we we have life.
1: Yeah, good right? word brother. Yeah. That's good That's good. All right. Well, um what's our uh, what's our diversity and resource uh our diversity and fellowship resource for this week, brother?
0: All right. Um brother Joe Carter wrote an article, kind of a frequently asked questions um article that kind of gives a a synopsis on everything that has gone on in relation to relationship to the trial and and the death of George Floyd. So mm-hmm. Just if you don't know some of the information, this will help you yeah. kind of um, get caught up on it. Yeah, he's
1: good at kind of giving just some basic facts and helping. That's been yeah. he's been helpful. Yeah. All right. And our uh, so our crazy question we <laughs> we, sh- we struggle to have goofy crazy questions at the end of such a, a weighty discussion. Right. Uh, and so so the question for today is a little bit different. But the question for today is in light of kind of this. Uh, difficulty that we're facing and and hardships and the things that we're seeing all around us. Pastor Kenny, what are you doing to kind of, to kind of get your mind off the craziness, right? Right. To kind of be able to, to breathe and just move forward and be distracted maybe a little bit. I mean, what are, what are, what are some things that you're doing? Yeah. So,
0: so this is kind of the silly things, of course, you know, our, our, our goal is to, to, set our minds on Jesus, right, to yes. get our minds off some of the craziness. But every once in a while, you just need to do something a little silly. Okay. That, that doesn't give you, <laughs> you know, That's that right. doesn't take occupy your mind very much. So, That's right. So uh, we're homeschooling this year, and we're doing typing with our, our daughter, Kennedy. And Kennedy mm. uh, plays this mm. game called Nitro Typing. Nitro nitro typing, typing. Mm. you just go to dot maybe that should be our diversity and resource <laughs> right. diversity and so it's like it's resource. set up like a race and you know yes. you're 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 competing against other people mm-hmm. and you're typing all you're typing the same thing mm-hmm. you know at the same time whoever can go the fastest they win this race and you can have cars and all that. like is it like real people
1: cars. like real people in the world yeah or? real people in the world sometimes oh, they're bots man. But oh oh, man man. So you you know, you can
0: type for like thirty seconds and you can see how fast you can go in so I've actually even though she's it's for her. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> Can i'm actually taking time you're like nitro typing you're like no go do something else i need to work on this. right right, I need to work right.
1: On she's like dad i need to work on my typing you're like <laughs>
0: yeah. no no no, no. I, I
1: need this for a second i need right. this for just a second
0: so when i just need to take a break you know get my mind off some of the crazy stuff in the world
1: so i just got to know like what's your high score
0: 96 words per minute yeah you know it. you know what it is you know what blazing, it is 96 man
1: 96 words per minute i don't even <laughs> yes. know if that's fast or slow actually i, I
0: really don't know but you I w- I win in some races. How about win. that? <laughs> That's all that matters. All that matters. I all win some races. That matters. Yes.
1: I am doing some winning.
0: All right, bro. What are you doing to get your mind off something of crazy? Well, of the
1: mine is um, maybe as embarrassing as a typing app. <laughs> um, so during the during this freak snowstorm that we had, yeah, not the one that we had this week, which was really weird. But the one that we had earlier in the year that kind of had us out shut us down, shut us down for a week. Mm-hmm. I got all my old baseball cards back out. Yep, yeah, and and I have a whole <laughs> bunch of old baseball cards, basketball cards, and when I say a lot, and my wife can testify to this. Yes, um, I can too, man. I'm constantly two, hearing about this. I have this two stuff. tubs. I have two tubs of baseball cards. You know that are full of yes. baseball cards, and so I've been, I have gone all in, Kenny, to yes. figure yes. out. How to make money off my baseball cards? <laughs> how to sell? I've unfortunately dragged my oldest Isaiah into yes. it. Now he's collecting basketball cards because he's he likes basketball, he likes right. NBA basketball. So, oh man! And then and then I found some uh, coins I had that I f- forgot that I oh, had. I went down that
0: full collector now.
1: I am like all on ready. I'm you know I'm ready to start my start up a little shop. Oh Mar- man! Marshall and Sons Collectibles. <laughs> It's my retirement plan, so. But it has been a uh, it has been a way to kind of be distracted to focus on some lighter things that uh, aren't that big of a deal. That, and I think it's good to good to do that sometimes. So hopefully you can find those too. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to uh, listen to our podcast, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at
0: gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.